Alright, welcome one and all to the first edition of Team Talk. Uh, throughout the series I'll be chatting with a bunch of different players from the grid community, getting their thoughts on how team building works, how they constructed their squad and game. Hopefully this will provide you listeners some helpful insight into the whole process. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let me introduce my first guest, uh, Pride Talk's own Akari Gitsune. Welcome Akari Gitsune, thanks for coming on. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, that's great. Um, obviously uh, you're a long-standing player in grid, uh, yeah, I've been playing about a year and a half now. I picked the game up February of last year, mm. about when uh, about when the pandemic started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's been the same for a lot of people. I remember I picked up the game around about that time as well. Good but, online makes it a really good pandemic game. That is true, that is true. Play part for Grid, everyone, it's got rollback. <laughs> um, but yeah, Small shill there. <laughs> small shill. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes. Uh, but yeah, obviously this uh, series is about uh, team building. And kind of sort of getting like insights into the whole process of how it all works, uh, how people construct their teams, what thought goes into it. And I've, or you're one of the players who always has a very distinct team. You, uh, what are you running currently? Uh, so currently in tournaments, I'm playing Eric Jason Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm the only person playing that team right now in a competitive. It's it's definitely a team that stands out. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It, it took a while to land there, though. It was uh, <laughs> the team's gone through a lot of variations. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting thing where you can just uh, run through tons of different characters and tons of different teams, trying to settle on the right one. Talk us through some of those variations. How did you end up on? Uh, how did you end up where you're at right now? Yeah. So when I started playing the game, I have always played Eric Dog. That team has been like my bread and butter since day one. I thought. Dog was so cool, and then Eric, I am, what can I say, I'm a Devil May Cry simp. Like, I don't have much more to say other than I really like Dan Southworth. But, um, the first variation of the team I played was, I played in this order, it was Ranger Slayer, Eric, Dog. And it was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, like, one of the worst teams I've ever played. And then after that, I dropped the RS for, uh for Jen, and I played Jen Dog Eric. And in hindsight, I probably should have stuck with that. That was probably, like, the best version of the team. Maybe not in that order, but, like, it was, it was pretty good. And then, um, I played Eric Cat. That's that's one that people remember, is, uh, the Eric Cat era, because all I did was cat played people. Shoutouts to Boombot, yeah. Shoutouts to Boombot. Definitely a strat. Um, but after that, that's when we landed on Jason, and I can't really remember what it was that made me want to play Jason. I think people were complaining about the blaster loops being hard, and I think that was, ah. like, really bothering me. So you had something to prove. Yeah, so I, like, sat down, and I learned how to do the blaster loops, and they aren't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ended up really liking what Jason Assist brings to the team, and kind of how he fit into how I wanted to play the game. Which is, I don't, I don't want to play the game. I just want to not play neutral. <laughs> and that's one of the, that's one of the great things about Jason. He's he's a character who's not particularly strong in grid, but he's got some really nice ways of just getting in close, right? Yeah, I mean, he he's really good at closing gaps. Yeah, for sure. Right, so that's sort of where you ended up. What sort of what you, you were just saying about how you um like to not play any neutral and just essentially get in people's faces all the time? How how, how do you sort of effectively do that with your squad? So sort of what sort of um 
run us through your general game plan. Yeah, so so like the basic schematic, the formula for the team, because it really is like it's a flowchart. So you, the idea is that I want to get Eric into as safe a position as possible. So between three quarters of the screen away and full screen. And then I'm going to I'm just going to shoot the gun. I shoot the gun and then I can call an assist. And the idea is if I call the assist and they've jumped to a point where it's risky for me to tag or like Eric's in danger, I can do like Eric's success or I can go straight into Airblade or I can just tag and it's essentially a reaction time mix up. Okay. It's not like a real mix up. It's like, hey, I'm in your face now. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it works kind of with the whole team. Okay. Because the way you play that team is like, you can do it with Jason too. Like, Jason, you do the back roll, you shoot the gun, and you call dog. And you've got the same basic game plan there. It's just, I think the version with Jason's probably a little better because of how slow the gunshots are. So they're like a constant threat. Yeah, and that's, that's definitely, like, you get a ton of, like, tag out projectiles and grin. It's, it's sort of kind of, you always get that sort of dichotomy between it being either directly in your face or it's something you're going to have to deal with. Something like, I think I think probably yeah. the biggest example of it is something like Chun-Li's uh, EX Fireball, which just floats across the screen. Yeah, the, the durability, <laughs> it's, it's not slow, but it's not, like, fast, so yeah. it's something that is an imminent threat, yeah. and also you have to think about dealing with it further down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Chun-Li Chun Fireball's insane. That is, yeah, absolutely true. But yeah, that's kind of the general flow chart for the team. And then it always ends with tagging back into Eric either for the kill because... Oh, yeah, the other thing I forgot to mention. Duh. Um, Jason is a really good battery. So basically any character I get the hit with, you're dying because I'm going to have an assist up if it's Jason. And if it's not, the other two just kill. Yeah, and I guess that's uh, another really great point in team building as well. Is you can it's really great to compensate for the character's sort of traditional weaknesses. Obviously, for the rest of your squad, uh, so you, with, with Jason, who's practically kind of quite a low damage character, uh, sort of a low mix character as well. Um, yes, have, having having characters that use the meter that he builds well is pretty pretty vital, I guess, in terms of placing him on a squad. Yeah, it's. I approached it more like building a team in KOF than mm. in, like, a Marvel. Yeah. Okay. So having, like, that dedicated battery role. Yeah. That was the, the basic theory, at least. With that sort of general game plan, uh, have you come across, like, any specific synergies that kind of really stood out to you that, uh, over the course of just playing with a team? Um, as far as really specific stuff, there's a lot of... There's a lot of goofy stuff, like the the incoming synergy for Eric. It, it's so dumb in Sword. Like mm -hmm. the forward moving assist of J Jason's forward moving assist, plus the fact that um, what is it? Quantum displaced the success. Yeah, but one uh, the fact that that makes you like completely invisible because of the trail is so dumb. It's like. It's quote-unquote synergy because you just become <laughs> invisible and they're they're guessing. I mean, a large part of Grid just is like filling the screen of tons of absolute nonsense. Yeah, it's just visual noise and saying guess, haha, got him, GGs. Um, but other than that, like 
like I mentioned, uh, the team is really good for Jason in specific because it makes a character who is aggressively okay and does like low damage. It makes him kind of shine because he builds so much bar when he gets a hit. It is absurd how much meter that man builds. He just can't find a way to dump it. So having two characters who are really good meter sinks um, really does a lot for Jason in particular. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that is absolutely the name of the game of Eric and Dog, isn't it? Both both ridiculous damage engines once you get a meter up. Particularly yep, once you get to that, like, two, two and a half bars. Two and a half for Dog, because mm. you, need, you need about that much. Once you get there, dog can just throw bar at you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, where, where do you think the team really shines? So, you've got you've got this sort of mix of, I guess, running up close and pretty strong zoning options as well. I think the team, the the zoning options are definitely stronger than the upfront options because yeah. the team doesn't really. There's not a lot of mix on the team, if I'm being real. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all strike throw. I don't have great lows. Although I got like Jason 2L and Dog 5L, but like neither of those characters have overheads. Yeah, that's true. I guess the only overhead you really have in that is tagging enough dog assist. Tag off dog assist. I've got like Eric 6H. But that's, yeah, that, like, the the team really shines when I just get to sit back and shoot the gun, especially if I have two bars, because they just die. Like, I, the great thing about the team is that any hit I get while zoning is a dead character. Can you, can you pick up off uh, Eric's zoning with Jason assist as well? Yes, absolutely. So, um, the, the biggest part of the game plan is shooting that gun five times and tagging into Jason. Yeah. Because at any point on the screen, Jason can do either one or two plinked dashes to catch with 5H into launcher. Brilliant. Again, makes, And then makes if I have dog up, they yeah. die. <laughs> it makes zoning so scary as well, Eric. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Who, who do you think you're most comfortable with on the team? Which character? Um, that's tough. I don't, hmm, probably Eric. Mm -hmm. I've probably labbed Eric the most. I don't think that should come as a surprise to anyone who's looked in the Eric channel. You, you have literally wrote the Eric Bible. I did literally write the Quantum Bible, that's true. Uh, but Jason isn't far behind. I, I never feel out of my comfort zone even playing solo Jason, even though I know he sucks. Uh, I would say, even though I've been playing him longer than Jason Dog, if I had to pick like a least comfortable character, it would be Dog. Okay, what what is it about a dog that sort of throws you a little bit? Do you think it it was the thing from last patch? It was the change to backdash cancel. Ah. Because it changed how I input my backdash cancels, so now like my muscle memory kind of kind of doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to actively think more when I'm routing for dog. Mm, which is which is just not what you want. You want to think as little as possible when you're in the middle of a combo. Right. The only things I want to be thinking about are what states I've used, not that I have to do the new thing. Mm, yeah. So as for your team in general, so you've talked about where it sort of shines. Uh, where do you think it kind of really falls flat and sort of what things, what sort of matchups do you tend to struggle with? 
So as far as like where the team falls flat void of a matchup, there are two spots I can think of in particular. One is if Eric dies, the team starts to really just like sh crumble from beneath itself. Yeah. Because I mentioned that you can do the same idea with Jason Dog, but having to play Jason Dog really that one ain't it, Chief. That team is not <laughs> not not the move. Yeah. Um and the other is when they're on when they're right on top of Eric, I have no get off me buttons. If they're on top of Eric or they're on top of Dog, neither of them have a good get off me button. Um, and as far as matchups go, the main ones I can think of are, even though on paper, Eric, the, the team destroys, like, Goldar on paper. Yeah. It is a nightmare to keep Goldar out. Sometimes I just don't think it's possible. Like, <laughs> if, if the Eric isn't playing perfect, the Goldar is going to smack you in the mouth eventually. That's, that is just because. Yeah, just because, like, the range on Jump L, Jump H is huge, uh, 5M, I've been hit by Dash 5M so many times. Uh, I have been, go uh, Goldar Forest out of Quantum Leap. Oof. <laughs> like, that's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, that is, that is pretty nasty. Yeah. Other than that, though, uh, the only notably terrible matchup, because I can't say RJ anymore, because Jason Assist makes RJ kind of not a problem for me, is um, it, it's Zed specifically when he has two bars, because Zed with two bars punishes you for doing what the team wants to do, which is backing up and abusing assist calls. Hmm. That's fair. How do, you, how do you feel that's going to change with Adam on the scene as well? Uh, I think Adam is going to give me the exact same issue because Adam 4SH is the funny move. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking because that's, that's Zed without meter, essentially. Yeah, it, it's meterless Zed. Although, the nice thing is that when I tag when I see Adam 4SH happen, I don't get the tag eaten because yeah. it's not a super. Yeah, that's fair. So you can sort of, you can slightly, you can throw in a few uh, fail safes. I can, yeah. And also, like, with Adam, there's enough time that I can react. It's not quite like Zed Super, where, like, if I'm back to corner, Zed Super is frame one. Yeah. Like, you, I can't really react to it back to corner. They, people tell you you can tag. I have mashed assist. I have clips of me mashing assist, and it's ju it just doesn't. <laughs> as, a, as a Zed flyer, I can only last. Yeah. But yeah, that's like... I, I guess I would throw Adam in there. I think Adam is going to be a tough matchup for the team after people really, really figure out how neutral yeah. with Adam is going to be played. Yeah, and we're probably not really going to see that until the next patch, I imagine. Probably... Uh, Poisandra waiting room, I guess. I guess, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> we'll see how all that goes. Um, so yeah, so mentioning uh, sort of the frustrations you're having of Dog recently, do you have any plans in the future in regards to a team? Are you looking to perhaps change it, or are you perhaps looking to find any secondaries to deal with different matchups? Yeah, actually, I'm thinking about on the main team taking dog off okay. and having him as kind of like a situational thing i've been messing around with ryu a lot ryu is wild that assist really lets eric do whatever he wants 
like it, it hurts to drop dog i love dog yeah. he's so much fun he's like one of the coolest characters in the game but i want to win man like i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to win sometimes buff dog please shady k <laughs> <laughs> um and i tried adam i do like adam a lot um, I tried him because the assist was similar and I wanted a different character, but I'm, I'm going to level with you. Nothing does dog assist quite the way dog assist does it. Dog assist is pretty unique. And just a Yeah, it's the, the biggest issue I had with Adam assist was it, the float and that yeah. the hitbox is so specific on it when it hits the ground. Yeah, do- dog is quite direct. I find you tag him in and he's there and you're instantly pressuring him over yeah, with Adam, like, you float forward, and then you kind of have this weird moment where you're like, I'm in the air now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Ryu's on the main team. Dog's getting put on the side team. He's getting put on the bench for a little while. He'll be back, I'm sure. He one, will. One of these days. Hey, you might see him at Frosty. Oh, nice. That's definitely going to be a good, fun time. O- offline Dog is going to be is, is going to be fun to watch people play dog offline dog is so much fun but yeah that's that's where i'm at with uh changing characters on the team sounds good sounds good uh again ryu is crazy uh be interesting to see uh what he brings to the squad do you feel uh, do you have any sort of specific things you've already discovered with you uh that's crazy apart from just assist is crazy obviously yeah i already found a couple routes for um doing damage engine stuff just to keep the aspect of jason is the meter builder and is designed entirely to tag into someone yeah um i found funny enough i have just i've dismissed vacation eric for so long he's really good at setting up the teleport punch if you call the assist at the right time during gunshots, you can get the teleport punch, and you can get the most optimal Eric 5S confirm. Brilliant. I mean, that's that's all. We love to see vacation Eric. Um, Did, at least I I love, I to, I, no lo- I love to see I love to see a vacation Eric. I'm sure other people do as well. Um, but yeah, that sounds exciting. That sounds uh, good for the future. Good to watch out for Frosties as well. That's going to be a fun offline to watch. It is. It's, as far as I'm aware, it's pretty stacked right now. It's definitely good. That's exciting. Good time to watch. Um, but yeah, coming to the end of this, have you got anything uh, else you'd like to add? Uh, any any things we think we might have missed out? Uh, Red has no mix. Buff yeah. dog. Um, don't nerf Eric. Smile. Yeah, that sounds good. All, uh, all going That's to all I got. Buff dog, yeah, I agree. Um yeah uh, great well thanks for coming on uh, where can people find you if they want to follow you and f- see what you do you can find me on twitter and I think my youtube handle is the same same thing with twitch actually all of my yeah. handles should be just Akaragitsune that's me excellent excellent well yeah thanks for coming on uh, great to have you great to have you just chatting about your team tons of great stuff there yeah, thank you so much again for having me on. It was a pleasure. Pleasure to have you. And uh, guys, if you're if you're watching this and it's still not December, remember to sign up for Battle for the Beardies. I'm just going to shout that out right now. Oh, oh my God, you're right. Wow, how did I forget to shout out Battle for the Beardies 2? Wow. Battle for the Beardies 2 happening, I believe, on the 19th of December. Charity tournament. Uh, I believe uh, it'll be for the Bearded Dragon Foundation. Horsey Chabunzo, another good friend, is running it. 
I'm sure Karagetsune is going to be helping streamer. production. Yeah, Vakara will be streaming it on aforementioned channel. Um, so yeah, yeah. look out for that, sign up for that, and yeah, uh, we'll see you guys all uh, in the next episode. Uh, and yeah, enjoy. Can't see it, but I'm doing finger guns right now. <laughs>